Welcome to the Seek 22 podcast. We're so glad you're here. I'm Erin Scanlon, one of the Seek MCs and your host for this season. This podcast is a place of community, collaboration, and inspiration created to invite and encourage you deeper into relationship with Jesus. Today, we're hearing from our friend, Sister Ignatia Henneberry at the Morning Jolt podcast, where she talks about life as a sister and tackles some of today's hot button topics. In this episode, Sister Ignatia sits down with Sister Carol Ann to discuss the graces and blessings they've both experienced through past Seek conferences. Sister Carol Ann. Hi, Sister Ignatia. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. Anyway, it's always a pleasure. I was surprised that you took me up on um, the offer of coffee. Yeah, last time I was on, I declined coffee because of afternoon caffeine. I was <laughs> but, a little hurt, but yeah. it's fine. <laughs> but today I just, I already have energy, so I'll just keep <laughs> amping it up a little more. <laughs> Is that how that works? So, yeah. Okay. You don't, you don't want to experience like the peak and then the dive. You're just, yeah, I'm just going up, going up going yeah. from here. I'm yeah. happy to hear it. And it's um, the last week of classes. So oh. I have uh some projects to do so <laughs> i might be up a little later okay. today so this oh. might help okay well good mm-hmm. luck on your projects thank they, you they, lo- they looking good uh yeah i think so pretty good shape great but <laughs> um but thank you for joining me for a special episode um specifically about seek yes so if everyone doesn't know that seek is uh approaching in february and we just want to share uh, some of the graces, blessings, um, yeah, how it can even potentially bless your life, um, yeah, to be a part of Seek, what it is, et cetera. Um, so as we were talking about it, I did not realize that you and I have been to the the same three Seek conferences. Yes. And the first one was in 20, San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah. 2017. Yeah. 2017. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you remember how many hours we drove? <laughs> it seemed like forever. <laughs> <laughs> I remember sleeping on like a gym floor <laughs> halfway through. <laughs> Wasn't a gym floor. It was, it was a, a classroom. It was a catechism class in a church basement. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It was a, a thank you, Texarkana, Sacred Heart Parish, I think it was. Yes. I think Maria maybe was her sweet woman who opened the door. Yeah. The, wow. I also remember when we were unpacking our vans and oh, the, no, what? <laughs> the police pulled into the parking lot and asked if we'd <laughs> seen two people running through the parking lot in the last few minutes because... <laughs> Uh, someone I think yep. had just robbed a yeah robbed somewhere and yeah. they were on the run. So <laughs> we quickly uh, we had a lot of students with us. We yeah. quickly uh, moved them all into the building. <laughs> that was a wild ride. It was wild. You never know who you're gonna encounter. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. And that just memories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think. Um, yeah. So I think for many reasons that conference I think transformed my life. Mm-hmm. in many ways yeah <laughs> how um, so oh man well i think well that was my first year as campus minister mm. um and then so like i was very convicted having had met like focus missionaries uh previously before i uh, graduated college and i was like 
yeah, walking with all these students and I was just so convicted. I'm like, all these people need seek in their life. <laughs> just knew like, yeah. if nothing else happened that year, um, if these, yeah, these students got to seek, it would be a win, which I felt it like it was. So it was, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. That was my first year doing vocation work. And oh. I had the privilege of traveling along with your students. That's right. We had um, two of you and another sister from mm-hmm. our university and me and another sister who were doing vocation work and the uh, and a priest from yeah. the university. And the five of us were the only uh, only the like the drivers. Uh, yeah, yeah, only drivers. So we had three. How, how many 15 passenger vans? Yeah, one was a. Yeah, one was bigger. I forget how many could fit in that one, but yeah, yeah. three vans. Yeah, and Man. we we drove all the way from Fort Wayne, Indiana, University of St. Francis Ooh. to uh, San Antonio, Texas. But it was a beautiful uh, time to be with those students yeah. um, in the vans on the way down and then on the way back after yeah. they'd um, had that experience and after we'd had the experience yeah. at Seek um, for all four of us, three of the four of us sisters. It was our first time, yeah. I think, going to the conference, so. Yeah. Yeah. So just like, um, so I think we, yeah, just talking about like how transformative even like the one was, but like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we've been able to experience like three and then, um, a company or encounter so many different groups of people at each, um, conference. Um, yeah. So you, you mentioned just like even thinking about how Seek has like impacted you, like you had, um, you want to just like share, like maybe in general, some things that kind of like stuck out to you when you were thinking about it? Yeah, I think really to me, um, even as a sister and seeing so much of the beauty and goodness of the church, um, it really has been a witness to me to see how alive our church is um, through these conferences. Um, the conferences that we've been privileged to go to have been in person and mm-hmm. Um, each year it's been a bigger conference, but I know now that, um, because of COVID it's a more online or hybrid format, but even more people are able to participate. And so just the sheer volume of people, um, who are so on fire for their faith, um, that was neat for me to see in Indianapolis, our healthcare system that Mm -hmm. our community sponsors was one of the. Uh, sponsors at Mission Way for the Seek Conference. And it was really neat to see uh, these people who have worked with us for years and who are really committed to our mission, but were just so in awe of seeing so many young people mm-hmm. who uh, were giving up their their winter vacation to be at a conference, um, attending Mass and worshiping the Lord. Um, I also think just every year they, when they have mass, just the yeah. line of priests, yeah. uh, the entrance, they do beautiful music. Um, and the entrance antiphon and the entrance mm-hmm. song have to be quite long yeah. because there are so <laughs> many priests. Um, and that's yeah. a witness to me in my own vocation. You know, all mm. of our vocations support each other. And um, to see all of those priests is, it really builds up my yeah. my own vocation. Yeah. Um I think it's one of those opportunities like as religious that we are able to and work so closely and like with one goal, like with 
um, our brother priests that it's like so tangible that some of us, some of them are chaplains or we're serving directly with students or sometimes, but, um, we're all like just there to be with them and like accompany them on this experience. Um, which is pretty life changing. Um, so yeah, can you maybe mention even like going back, going back to maybe that like initial van ride on the way back (laughs) from San Antonio (laughs) even, um, but like how, yeah, how the, like, the students maybe, like, witnessed to you or how you could tell, like, they were mm-hmm. just because of this this um, experience together, how they were, like, um, witnessing to each other. Yeah. Um, as we were preparing for the podcast, we kind of talked about uh, three words that kind of came to us that were witness, formation, and encounter. And I think um, I was able to see all three of those mm-hmm. in those students, you to much more of a degree mm-hmm. because you've had been walking with them already throughout the year. And, um, I just got to spend a few days with them, but, um, the way that they, you could tell that they had been formed in their faith in a way that was, uh, even coming from a Catholic university, being involved in campus mm-hmm. ministry, um, they, were formed in their faith in such a tangible way. Um, And I think a lot of the formation, you know, comes from the wonderful talks and the wonderful Mm -hmm. speakers, but also uh, through the encounter that they had with each other and with other students who were living the faith. Um, That particular college campus um, doesn't have a high percentage Mm -hmm. of Catholic students. And so I think it was so... What it was a beautiful experience for them to see so many Catholics on fire for the faith, and some of the students that came with us were not Catholic. Yeah, that's true. And so that was interesting too, or were not Catholic at the time, right. <laughs> are now Catholic. Yeah. Um, but it was it was really neat for them to see through the, their eyes their encounter um, mm-hmm. with the Lord and with the other students, but also the way that they grew as a community. Um, of students at the same school. Yeah. Yeah. The word, as you were talking, it came to mind like igniting, like, yeah, mm. it definitely like something that was already there, like in Ember form was like ignited because of, um, just the community that seek is and, um, yeah, drawing all people together. Um, and even getting to talk to some of the students who've experienced, um, I guess like the online format and the, um, small groups on their own campuses, um, having the opportunity, we talked about, yeah, the just maybe sometimes like the sensory overload of like 13,000 people. Yeah. It's, it's real. It's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, that's part of like the experience, part of the experience. Um, but then on the flip side, being like on the, on campus and being in an intentional small group, like with your, uh, with your classmates and with your, like, um, maybe your own campus minister or something. Uh, I could just, yeah. And my conversations going to campuses, visiting, um, hearing from our own, the university that we sponsor, hearing from those students, like how it gave them a chance to really, um, take in the talks and then immediately just be able to like share, apply. Um, yeah, I think being more, maybe more, even more open to like like a daily change in their life or like, um, so that was, yeah, that was really encouraging seeing like, um, how impactful those small groups were, um, on campuses. Yes. Mm. And that's something that 
is neat with this online format is you can have a small group at your parish. You yeah. can your parish mm-hmm. can have um, sessions for uh, the conference in February and can stream at the parish and have mm-hmm. small groups to really ignite the spirit and the uh, just like spreading the gospel because mm-hmm. that's what focus does so well is um, they equip their students to be able to go out and spread the gospel. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so you can have the opportunity at your parish or even building your own small group. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. even if you're not on a college campus, um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of ways to participate and to encounter and really transform the church, mm-hmm. your local church right around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so after San Antonio was then seeking Indy. Yeah, well, which is we went your, to SLS in Chicago true. in between. Nod, nod to slightly Chicago. different um, conference. Yeah. yeah. Um, and not too long ago, you did say, I mean, Indy is your hometown. Yeah. And like your favorite place ever. I, I love Indy. Maybe not. I, not Hawaii's pretty cool. <laughs> but um, there's a lot of great things about Indy. <laughs> Maybe not the tropical weather. Yeah. <laughs> no, like mountains and volcanoes and oceans and, um, but you've been to Hawaii. Yeah. What? Twice. <laughs> wow. Life Didn't before the that. convent, okay, you know, well, save that for later. although okay. I, I, if we, you know, started a mission in Hawaii, I'd, I'd volunteer. Okay. I don't know how my parents would feel about <laughs> it, but I'd love to go. They could come visit me. Don't worry, Geisha and Raymond. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> But I do love Indy. Um, it's my hometown, and I um, I lived there for four years uh, before I entered the convent. Mm-hmm. And after, I mean, I lived there my whole life. You can edit that out. But <laughs> I lived in Indy after I graduated from college uh, for four years uh, before I entered the convent. And I, uh, it was so neat for me there to see the, you know, in San Antonio, I was seen, it was my first experience, but also seen it through the eyes of the students. Mm. But in Indianapolis, it was, there were so many of, so many people I knew from mm. growing up. My family came to the conference. Mm. Um, my, some of my friends were volunteering there or came for one day. A lot of local people, my, um, my high school youth minister, I was, oh. uh, his wife spoke on the last day. And I remember, um, the talk that day was about just the difference that people have made in our lives and mm. people who uh, may not even know that they made a difference and have formed us into who we are. And I'm sitting there like five s- seats down from my high school youth minister who I hadn't seen in years. And what an opportunity to be able to walk down and say, you were one of those people oh, for me. Wow. So it was neat to see it through a lot of different people's eyes, but even just um, you know, I worked a block away. The office that I worked in before I entered Mm -hmm. was a block away from the convention center Mm -hmm. where the conference was. And to think of, you know, the restaurants that we were all going to, like I went to those restaurants as a working professional Mm -hmm. and to think of the witness that these young people were Mm -hmm. to even the waiters and waitresses and to the security people, you know, people that attend these seat conferences, like, they're on fire for the gospel and they're willing yeah. to um, spread it. And they, they don't act like you expect <laughs> college students to act because they're yeah. acting um, in imitation of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so it was neat to be able to see a, just a totally different mm. um, perspective. 
when we were there. This podcast is brought to you by Focus Greek. Focus Greek is an intentional outreach to fraternity and sorority students on college campuses. Most of our Focus Greek missionaries were Greek themselves and are returning to campus to help change the Greek culture, challenging student leaders to answer a higher call by bringing goodness and truth into the world. Check out the link in the podcast description to learn more. I remembered um, everyone seemed to want a milkshake after a certain night. <laughs> and I thought that just like how, how different every, like the, the college students were waiting in that restaurant for a milkshake. A and long like, time. Yeah. <laughs> the waitresses were getting mad and we were just like, we don't care. We just like had this amazing day and we're just like sharing and like, what talk did you go to? Like, mm-hmm. oh wow, that's amazing. And we're just, we're there for a few hours probably. We were. <laughs> um but yeah, how how it needs it should be different, and how like mm-hmm. yeah, how that can just like witness to, yeah, whoever's, um, yeah, whoever's there in some like seemingly um, indirect indirect kind of relationship, but right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The impact. Um, the other thing that was neat was um, at that conference they had um, a they sponsored like a theology on tap for the local young adults. So I saw some people that came for that, that, um, had, were not coming for any of the other conference, but it was Mm -hmm. like a, a legacy that, that focus wanted to leave on the city to be Mm -hmm. able to form those local young adults. Um, and I forget who was supposed to talk, but they got sick. So father Mike Schmitz ended up, uh, stepping in. And so, (laughs) yeah, so these, um, (laughs) these young people from the community got a little more than they bargained for, I think, but, um, (laughs) yeah. And, and the, you know, they do, they did a, a drive to, to, uh, Mm. collect, um, donations and, uh, food and different things to contribute to the local community. And, um, that was neat to Mm. see as well. Yeah. How like, um, creative, in promoting the gospel mm-hmm. um right yeah i'm yeah astounded by that yeah that yeah focus does not like stop at like oh we're just gonna like do this thing or like do this conference or like if we can't do the conference the way we want to do the conference we'll just like not do the conference. right <laughs> you know yeah like to be creative um, yeah and spreading the gospel um and that's the, i mean the father is the creator mm-hmm. and he um we're made in his image and likeness. And so it's neat to see them using Mm. those gifts from the father, um, to also Mm -hmm. create in new ways. And how do you feel like these experiences of seek have even been formative for you like personally? Yeah, I think for me, it's ignited my love for the church even more. Mm. And, has um, formed me. So when I started going to these conferences, I was uh, working, actually when I went to all of them, I was working in vocation work um, for our community. And now I have a different role um, serving internally in our community and with our healthcare system. And I'm working with the same people day to day. Um, when I was traveling from campus to mm-hmm. campus, you were always sharing your story and inviting people into um, relationship with Jesus. Now I 
often don't share my story mm-hmm. um, in the same way. And if I do, uh, then I'm working again day to day with the same people. And so I think the conferences have, that I've been to have really formed me in how to tangibly share the gospel uh, with and without words, but um, especially with words, because mm-hmm. sometimes that's harder. I yeah. think, yeah. you know, we always attribute uh, it's not from St. Francis, but uh, the quote, share the gospel at all times and yeah. if necessary, use words. And um, a lot of times it is necessary to use yeah. words. And yeah. that's something that focus really uh, has taught me is the importance of not being afraid or ashamed of the gospel. Mm. Um, you know, even as a sister that can happen yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, and so to be able to, yeah, really, I've received a lot of courage from mm-hmm. the conferences. And um, for me personally as well, especially now, um, I just made my final vows. And I, as I think back on the conferences and just the beauty of the liturgy, the love of the mm-hmm. students for um, the Lord and their reverence and devotion, um, it just... You know, it's, it's all for the glory of my spouse. (laughs) And, um, I just am so thankful for focus, uh, for the way that they do that, that, uh, they just, everything that they do at these conferences and through their their whole mission glorifies the Lord Mm -hmm. and, uh, what a blessing. Mm -hmm. And you've had some experience, some personal experiences as well, right? Yeah. Oh, Yeah. I was trying to think, yeah, when we were getting ready to um, talk about it, just like, yeah, when did I even like start even meeting focused missionaries? And I mean, Mm -hmm. it was back, um, yeah, 2015, 2016 at Franciscan University, those, uh, the missionaries that were there while I was finishing my degree. And yeah, I remember like the light bulb went off when I was like, I realized just be, yeah, just because, um, I don't think religious sisters or brothers or priests, think this but i think yeah since we're wearing a habit everyone knows who we stand for go about my day and smile and mm-hmm. it's gonna be okay um I think i'm good at smiling <laughs> smiling's my favorite <laughs> you're really good at it too <laughs> yeah but like you're like you just said like yeah it's not mm-hmm. enough right like um so that like hit me even back then of like oh like yeah i do need to be able to share the gospel, share how Jesus has saved me and put it into words. Like, yeah, like, yeah, St. Peter says, be ready to uh, give witness to your hope. Like, why? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, planting that seed, that, like, little inspiration and then going through to all all the conferences and um, workshops, SLS and the talks and really... um, I mean, I remember one talk in, in particular going through, yeah, a gospel presentation and your own witness and why, how, like how powerful those are together. And, um, yeah, that stayed with me. I was like, okay, yes, that's, that's how I need it. Like, cause yeah, my story is not just my story. My story is how Jesus has impacted me. Um, and you, you mentioned, yeah, like when we're in vocation work, we go around and we talk about, cause everyone wants to know, like how did you decide? Mm-hmm. How did you know? All those questions. So I think we get, I, I get really used to talking about like, how did I discern religious life? 
when that's often as part of um, our own, like even personal salvation history. Um, But sometimes we don't, yeah, we need to recall and remember that too, like our Mm -hmm. our personal, um, yeah, salvation history story with Jesus and be ready to like talk about it. Because our vocation is only the, in a way, the Mm. beginning. Like, you know, I mean, so many of us get so caught up in discerning our vocation. And once we figure that out, but the end goal is not to know our vocation, but Mm. um, heaven (laughs) and to live forever uh, with Jesus. And our vocation is just a way that that we can can get there. Yeah. uh, That the Lord guides us there. Yeah. Um, Even talking just... Yeah, how how focused uh, their conferences have impacted us, but even seeing, I guess, like the vantage point that we have now. Mm-hmm. We talked about when we were in formation. Yeah. <laughs> Way back when, you know. <laughs> Eight, <laughs> 12 years ago. Yeah, not, not that long ago. But, um, but seeing, like, the prolonged impact and, like, the ripple effect, even in that period of time, mm-hmm. um, so like, yeah, Focus wants to uh, form and equip uh, college students for a lifelong mission. And we have and can tangibly see that like in our own community, like, um, of course, like our own sisters um, going going to the conferences, hearing talks, um, but also like so many of the young women that are interested in religious life end up entering our community uh there oftentimes is a connection uh to a focused missionary on some campus somewhere or uh, you know this young woman's been discipled and is leading a bible study and it's so or has been a focused missionary herself <laughs> right like mm-hmm. um and just to see the fruit of um of that conversion story and that reversion story or that like, um, accompaniment that those focused missionaries have had and to see our sisters now just, um, in love with the Lord and, uh, so beautifully integrated, I guess is probably the word I could say. Um, yeah. So, so I'm not sure if focus was what, what kind of like long-term impact they were dreaming about. But like, I'm, yeah, I'm personally thankful for like our, on behalf of our own sisters, um, for the impact that they've given us. Yeah. It's that spiritual multiplication in action. I remember at that San Antonio conference, um, it was so striking when they brought up, um, someone who had been, Well, Curtis Martin was one of Mm -hmm. the kind of original, you know, he founded it. And then uh, they brought up, you know, some of these original missionaries and then brought up, you know, they discipled Mm -hmm. this many people. Three of them are here. And those three people came up and then everyone that was present that had been discipled Mm -hmm. by those three people. And the stage was just packed by the end of it. And I think that's what we're seeing. You know, I... um, I first heard of Focus probably around the year 2000. Someone from our parish was a missionary and my parents supported them. And um, then family, friends, um, multiple people in their family have Mm -hmm. um, been, they've all been involved in Focus to some degree. And 
um, many of them have been missionaries. Uh, shout out to the Wagner family and <laughs> Carrie Wagner, who still is serving as a missionary. And um, just to see, I I saw from a distance what Focus mm. was doing in its earlier days mm-hmm. while I had no um, necessarily per, uh, personal encounter or experience. But then now that I've been on these college campuses, mm-hmm. I've been going to these conferences, um, it's it's just amazing that spiritual multiplication, what it's done for the church, what it's done for our religious community. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the future is bright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These people are, I, I think that's, you know, we've talked about so many different aspects of these conferences, but ultimately it's the encounter with Christ yeah. that people are experiencing. Um, and I mean, the lines for confession, like mm. you've never seen mm-hmm. anything that long before. <laughs> yeah. You know, everyone is wanting to go to confession um, and they're wanting to encounter the Lord and they're encountering the Lord in the Eucharist. And um, as sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration, mm-hmm. that just, that really warms our heart to yeah. see um, all of those young people um, and older people, everyone <laughs> adoring yeah. the Lord um, and encountering him in his Eucharistic mm-hmm. presence. And how many, I'm just thinking now, like campuses that I've gone to and I've I constantly meet people that are in our CIA and it's like, yeah, like what inspired you? How did you uh, really decide that you wanted to be Catholic? And I would say the greater majority, it's like, well, my friend invited me to the seed conference and I went Mm. and, um, so like, yeah, just like the levels of, um, of encounter that are happening is incredible. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So thank you, focus. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for all you're doing for the church and, uh, Yeah, as February approaches, when the next conference Mm -hmm. is, we all have an opportunity to participate this year um, through the, I don't know if they call it a hybrid format, but yeah, I think so. um, Yeah, if you haven't signed up yet, February 4th through 6th, um, it's going to be life changing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if you're on a campus, like talk to uh, your classmates, if you have campus ministry, like uh, reach out, as in, like, Sister was saying, like, it's so um like everyone could attend like there is a mm-hmm. way for you to um have this experience and to you know gather a, a group of people around you and experience it together um so yeah we invite you you know yeah <laughs> it's uh, worth it so thank you for sharing and just like all of like yeah how the lord's blessed you like through these conferences and uh, going down memory lane back yeah. to San Antonio. <laughs> we could have probably talked for like three or four hours. That's but true. <laughs> I think people might have gotten a little bored. <laughs> we'll go off air for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, thank you all for, for listening. And if at least, uh, you know, pray for focus missionaries out there and focus campuses and that uh, the gospel keeps just growing and multiplying. Amen. Thanks for listening, friends. For more content from this podcast, click the link in the episode description. Join these podcasters and many others as we encounter Jesus at Seek 22, February 4th through the 6th. For more information and to register, visit seek.focus.org.